0: You're listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast, only on fairfieldstags.com. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Stag Sports Network Podcast Special. J.J. Duke here with you. Thanks to all those who've been enjoying and listening to these fall sports season preview shows. If you haven't had a chance to catch up on any of our latest episodes, make sure to do so on the Stag Sports Network podcast channel, both at fairfieldstagscom slash podcast or on Apple Podcasts. But if you're new, first time they're joining us, each of these shows are highlighting all of our Fairfield Stag's fall sports teams, giving us a little insight in how preseason is going takeaways from last season, get to know a little bit more about the squad and much more. Today's show is going to be featuring Fairfield cross-country, and I'd like to welcome onto this program the head coach of both the Fairfield men's and women's cross-country teams, that is Dave Scrivens. Um, Dave, thanks for taking a little bit of your time to chat with us. First off, um, the last time that we talked was the dead of winter, so it must feel like it's much nicer now in the summer, albeit sure still a little hot out there, but it's nice to have a little bit of normalcy
1: yeah sure is and you know it's great to be here and everything and um yeah when we last spoke back in march you know we were prepping for our mac championships in atlantic city um and we got through that meet um you know with some some mixed success Um, we moved up a place on the women's side which was great um it was the second year in a row we've moved up in the mac and on the men's side um we we are ninth place in the back on the men's side, but you know we're gonna we're gonna c- continue improving on that side. So it was really an opportunity for our seniors to get their last meet in last spring, and now we're here in the fall and getting ready for our fall season. Yeah, looking at that spring
0: meet, obviously, and for those who didn't uh, listen to that preview. You could scroll back through the episodes and go listen to that. But it was obviously under the most strangest of circumstances. Yes, as you said, you were able to get one more meet and have the seniors have a run out as well for their last meet. But at the same time, you did mention some of that progress and the women's side, especially finishing seventh, they're just starting to make that gradual climb up through the ladder. So, um, where does this kind of fall into the, the grand scheme of things? And does it maybe even push? that group specifically a little bit further now, knowing that they might have a chance to keep going up that ladder this fall.
1: Yeah, I I do think so. I think, um, you know, our goal with both programs is to improve. And so on the, on the women's side, it's been the last two years, you know, moving from ninth to eighth to seventh. Um, And on the men's side, you know, we improved um, two years in a row as far as, you know, bringing our, dropping down our points. Um, in the MAC championship meet. So we kind of view last year as a bump in the road where our trajectory is going to continue to um, to go up and improve and that sort of thing. And so we're looking forward to seeing like what both teams are going to be able to do this year. So um, we're excited and we're optimistic and looking forward to it. Flipping the script now
0: because it's two completely different seasons that you've had to train for where the spring it was just coming in, basically hitting the ground literally running in the middle of winter now back to normalcy back to a regular preseason obviously the newcomers would know nothing different because they didn't go through that experience but for your returners uh, did you have to have any conversations just to remind everybody hey the last year we kind of moved beyond that these are the standards that you have to hit now in order to make sure that you're ready for your first meet which we'll get to in a bit but that's coming up this saturday
1: Yeah. So everything actually started back in March where, you know, we left Atlantic City, came back here and, you know, we gave both of our teams a week off and we said, take a week off, relax, don't run, you know, just relax and and hang out. And then the following week we started practicing again. But our whole thing was um, in March, we were doing our summer training meetings and saying, hey, look, summer training begins May 17th we're building your plan right now in March. And so March and April, we're essentially doing our, our groundwork to get to the point where we're going to start May 17th for our summer training. So everybody was able to like gradually build up, build up our training. And, um, and then, so we get to that 15 week summer training period where everything's mapped out. Everything gets us to August 27th. So like, I think we had really good solid summer training plans, but in March and April, we were able to, you know, just slowly build up so that, you know, we're not getting injured. We're not burning out. We're not, you know, it's a relaxed mileage. So like, I think we came into preseason um, in pretty good shape. And I thought the the plans were, you know, right on target as far as like what we needed. And now it's just a matter of, you know, continuing to build towards our season. We just had a workout today, which, you know, um, was a tempo run workout. We had a Hills workout on Monday. So now that we're getting into classes started yesterday, we're getting into that routine where we're on Monday, Wednesday workouts. You know, we have those recovery runs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know, we have meets on most Fridays or Saturdays. So we're getting settled into a routine at this point. Yeah. And one of those? um, And now because, like I said, it's back to kind of the normal season
0: for those that may not know what a normal season would be like for those listening at home. Kind of give us a little bit of an insight what a fall cross country season is. Obviously, as you said, meets are mostly on the weekends. You guys start off this Saturday at Siena building up towards that Mac meet. So what have what's kind of the plan going forward for the next eight weeks or so?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we had a 10 day preseason, so, you know, we just wrapped that up and um, now we're, we're getting ready for our first two meets. So Siena is this Saturday um, um, at Siena. Um, That's a, it's a flat course. It's a basically a get your feet wet type of meet. Um, Marist and Siena will be there. Some non-max schools will be there. So that's kind of that first meet. Um, you know, we we have some freshmen, um, for example, who haven't run the 8K before. It's, it's, it's that first meet. And then we'll go to Van Cortland Park to compete in the Iona meet um, the following fr- Friday. So that's kind of like our first couple of meets. Um, then we look ahead to the Paul Short invite October 1st. And that's a huge, a huge race. It's... Um, a hundred colleges, let's say it's, um, it's a great event. It's a great atmosphere. It's um, it's a, it's a fast course. So we go from competing at Siena, which is a, a flat fast course. And then we go to Van Cortland park the following week, which is deceptively challenging. And there's a lot of back Hills and challenging terrain. Then we, then we get, you know, a faster course at Paul short. And then that gets us ready for the new England championships in Boston on October 9th. And that's again, that's another challenging course. We're seeing all the Division I um, programs in the in New England. And then that's that takes us three weeks out from our Mac championships. Um, about eight days out from Macs, we do a tune up meet at Central Connecticut. Um, that's a 5K race for the men, and I believe it's a 3K on the women's side. And it's just it, we're trying to you know, emphasize speed at that point. Um, our mileage will all we'll hit the taper by then, so our mileage is coming down, and then we're getting ready for our championship season, which is MAC Championships um, being held at Disney this year, and then the NCA Regionals, which will be in Boston at Franklin Park as well. Great. And when we're looking at um, how the plan goes, as you just mapped
0: out what the schedule is, at what point? Do you feel like your group should be hitting the marks that you want to hit in terms of the buildup for the Mac meet? Because obviously results are nice in those previous meets, but you want to be ready for that championship meet. So where do you think and you hope to see kind of that group hit that mark? Be like, okay, these are the championship standards.
1: Yeah, so usually that New England championship meet um, in Boston on October 9th is where you know, we kind of we have a good idea of like where we are, but that's kind of that usually that turning point meet because, you know, you have a f- couple of faster races um, earlier in the season and you have, you have the challenging course at Van Cortlandt Park, but it's that course in Boston for New England's where we're racing against all division ones. Um, you know, we're quite a ways into our training and we're three weeks out from Mac. Like that's a very good indicator as far as where we are. And then like gives us an indicator of what we have to do those last three weeks where we micromanage things a little bit more as far as, you know, making sure we're staying healthy and um, making sure our mileage is exactly where we need it to be and that sort of thing. We we actually give the athletes a couple day break over Columbus Day weekend to go home and relax and recharge and you know, and they'll take one of those days off and run on their own the other two days, but it's also a good mental break at that point. Um, you know, where everybody can go home and, and then come back and now we're in that three-week point till till the back championship. So that's kind of a good barometer for us. You talk about that mental
0: health aspect of things. And for look, I, I'm not a runner. I I can't go into the minds of those that are competing, but at the same time, it is a sport that is a grind, obviously physically, because you're putting in as all the miles, as you say, but the mental grind as well, because it's just a lot that you put in over a short window. So how important is it for your athletes to have that sort of just period where you can get away, not for a long time, but a chance just to reset, knowing that, you know, you have that hard finish coming up with just a couple of meets before the championship meet. So is this always something that you look to have for your group at, at that sort of, two thirds mark of the way through the year.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's that's the big part behind doing that. It's everybody can go home, you know, see their families, um, you know, just kind of take a breather sort of thing. And it's that two thirds way. And, you know, then we're then we're ready to go because the mental part of training is everything. Um, And obviously, like our bodies need to be right, but we've got to be in the right frame of mind. And we've even talked a lot about that during preseason with our athletes where you know hey it's it's a tough challenging season but we've got to stick together um we just say we have to hold the rope so you know when we get into those tough meets and tough workouts even and like you're trying to like grind through the workout or that sort of thing you've got to hold on to the rope and work with your teammates and everybody's got to be you know pulling in the same direction so you know that we like we feel like that's a huge part like getting that couple of days away from campus. And I'll even try to like not be on campus for a couple of days and just relax a little bit. And, um, whether it's sit in my backyard for a day or go away for a day. Um, it's, it's a huge, um, it's a huge, just from a mental standpoint, just that little, little bit of breather and kind of refresh and reset sort of thing. I appreciate the fact that we're kind of bringing this into the discussion as well, because it's
0: it is so important for athletes. Obviously, it's competition season, but for them to also remember that there is a bigger thing in the grand scheme of things and as everybody's mental health. So I I love to hear those sorts of things. And, you know, Dave, I think this is it's a good point to end this conversation here. I really appreciate that you take the time to speak with us. Look forward to see how your group progresses and the best of luck in this fall season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So uh, that's going to do it for this portion of our Stag Sports Network cross country season preview. But just in a couple of moments from now, we will sit down with the captains of the Fairfield men's and women's cross country team. That's Robert Dillon and Jane Frawley to hear how the build up to the first meet is going and much more a little bit of the insight to what goes on during preseason. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Hope that you've been enjoying this Fairfield cross country season preview podcast here in the Stag Sports Network. Joining the show now are the captains of the Fairfield men's and women's cross country teams. That's Robert Dillon and Jane Frawley. Guys, thanks so much for chatting with me. It's funny because when we were recording, it's literally the morning after the night before of that absolutely wild, uh, storm that we had It's a little bit about a week, um, Before this recording was released, but um, it seems that everybody happens to be in good spirits right now, and I'm curious how has uh, preseason been going for you guys so far? Jane, we'll start with you, and Robert, Um, you could chip in afterwards.
2: Uh, Preseason's been great for us so far. It's been a little hot, but honestly, we're happy for this storm because that means it's cooling off a lot. Uh, We're just glad to all be back together. Last year, we didn't really have a preseason, and that's where... It, we really have a chance to come together as a team, have do a lot of team bonding and get to know each other. So it's great for us to all be back on campus and working hard.
3: Yeah, it's really nice to just have the team back together, meet the freshmen and just kind of get geared up for the season get ready for everything.
0: Yeah, so we mentioned about last season. For those that may not have remembered, cross country probably had one of the most unique seasons of all the sports that had a season last year because – For the Mac, it was literally a one-meet season. It was a championship meet. Um, Half the time, you guys probably didn't even know if you were going to have a season, especially throughout the fall semester. So, Robert, I'm curious, for you, when you heard the news that you were going to have a championship meet, um, what was that experience like, just after that kind of waiting and hoping that something was going to happen?
3: Yeah, like I was, it was amazing to actually have the chance to race and just have the one race, even though it wasn't a full season. It was nice to just have one race and get back into here and just have a bit of the season back to a little bit of a normal state. It was really nice.
0: And Jane for you preparation wise, it's different, right? Because you don't have a traditional preseason You're not coming in now in August, September, you guys are coming in basically right off of winter break where it's absolutely freezing out. And then all of a sudden you're gearing up for one. So take us what, was like for that month and kind of give for the people at home a little bit of a comparison of what that was versus what a traditional preseason would look like for a cross-country team
2: so traditionally for our preseason we spend all summer you know building up our base mileage getting ready for our preseason and that summer was weird because halfway through our training we find out you know what you're not going to have a fall season at all So that was like difficult for all of us to hear all of our training that we put in so far, like, now we stopped, we keep going is very difficult to work around and figure out like a way to stay motivated when you don't really know what's coming next. And so we tried to during the fall, just kind of keep running, keep that base up. And then when we found out in the winter, coming back to the school, oh, we are going to have something in March it was great to hear, but also it's like, you got to flip that switch really quick. So it was definitely the weirdest experience I've had since I've started running
0: and, el- and elements wise as well. It's not like you're coming in warm weather and then gradually the season gets cold. You're basically running. I I don't think there was that much snow on the ground in that time of february when we came back there might have been a little bit memory seems to be going like day by day during this whole period but um it's different right because all of a sudden you're trying to gear up for a season that you guys don't traditionally compete in
2: oh definitely and to do workouts you know on icy roads and stuff like that we had to change our usual workouts we do a lot on grass but if it's covered in snow we're gonna do some more on the roads and you gotta watch think about those icy conditions think about warming up to make sure our muscles are warm before we go into working fast. So it was definitely an interesting experience, but I think it was definitely a character building experience as well.
0: And if we're talking about that character building, something that you guys could take off as a positive was the fact that it, it turned out to be a fairly successful meet all the way around the women's side. Uh, best finish at a championship since 2013. Robert, yourself, you're less than 15 seconds off of the all-max standards. So um, were there enough positives to take away to say, hey, we're still seeing the progress in the programs that we want to see and we could just really take that now towards a regular season?
3: Yeah, I mean... I think last season was just kind of a time to just kind of reflect on what happened throughout the entire period of COVID and just kind of bring the energy back for this season, just kind of get ready for this season and just show everybody what we're made of. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
2: I know Um, on the women's side, we were really proud of our result. Um, Like you said, it was our best finish since 2013. And since I've come in my freshman year, we've worked our way up ninth, eighth in the Mac, seventh in the Mac. And so we're looking at six this year, or maybe even top five, which would be awesome. But I think last year really showed how resilient our team can be and how even in unforeseen circumstances, we can still come together and pull out a good result at max.
0: Yeah. Now for both of you, because that's interesting, because you obviously have new you know, new runners coming in. You have, um, always every year brings a little bit of a different group together, but what are some of those conversations like to some of the people that weren't here during the spring to say, Hey, listen, we took these strides. Now it's a chance Jane for you first, Robert to follow after. This is a chance that we can actually build and have everybody buy in. So what have some of those conversations been like?
2: Oh, no, I think we've really just talked about how, like we made a lot of progress leading up to COVID and how now we're hopefully kind of winding down with COVID going back to a more normal season. At least that's what we're looking at right now. And we just want to keep that momentum going, even though there was that brief pause where we didn't know what was going on, just making sure everyone's staying focused, staying motivated, even as things come our way, because we're hearing different changes in the athletic department and the school and stay everything. So, just taking everything in stride.
3: Yeah. I mean, we just want to make sure that everybody's just kind of staying on top of everything and kind of getting through the time while being safe during, you know, we're still in COVID. So we're just trying to make it through it and hopefully have the season that we can have.
0: For sure. Um, Robert, I'm curious. I mentioned that kind of the beginning of this portion of the show where talk a little bit about captain's qualities and stuff like that for you as a captain, um, what were some of the things that you took away from uh, previous seasons and talking to other captains that you're maybe now trying to instill in yourself and instill um, by telling the rest of your teammates, like qualities, certain types of things that you were hoping to get across? And has there any been any good moments that you felt? So far, I know it's early on in the season, but is there anything that you felt that's going right?
3: Um. I mean, just big quality is just the resilience that we have to kind of all face. And we've seen that in previous captains, just trying to getting through over hardships and problems that we may face. I mean, cross country, can go, you can go through a lot of obstacles and just trying to get over everything we can do is what I think is it's very important. Just to kind of show the team that you, can, you have to kind of go through everything and build yourself up and just keep on going.
0: Jane, I'm curious right now. So we've obviously we're having this regular preseason, but um, now a chance really that you guys can have that bonding atmosphere, a chance to actually get to know everybody and not through a computer screen. So I'm curious, um, what has uh, what have you guys been up to in terms of kind of getting to know everybody? Has there been some fun activities that you guys have been doing recently just to kind of loosen the mood up as opposed to, you know, in addition to putting all the hard miles on the roads?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, I love preseason. We try and plan a fun little team bonding activity to do every night just to bring us all together. Uh, lately we did beach yoga on the beach. We partnered with a local yoga studio in Fairfield. It's called yoga for everyone. Um, what else have we done? We like to do just like little beach barbecues. We'll do a scavenger hunt on campus, help the freshmen get to learn where everything is. Um, Yeah, we'll do bowling, movie nights, stuff like that. It's really fun, just small things so we can get to know each other. Um, Especially the women's team, I think it's important. Anyone who really follows our team, if you look at any race results, we really run as a tight pack and a tight unit. So that starts just in team building right there in preseason. And from there, we build off of it in workouts. And then you see it really in the races. We really use each other to work together and grow
0: as a team and Robert same thing on the men's side have you seen any growth from the group from uh, kind of these little team bonding sessions getting everybody together
3: yeah I mean I definitely have and just we have the men's team at a time trial just to kind of see where everyone's at and since then everybody's trying to you know push themselves a little more and just trying to get into their groups and get ready for the season
0: Definitely. Uh, lastly, I'll ask both of you guys, Robert, you can start Jane and follow after um, what do you want this fall season to be remembered for? We obviously talked about a lot of different topics. Um, That could be some motivational factors, but if there's one thing that at the end of November, when you're looking back on the season, what are you hoping that this year will be for Fairfield cross country?
3: Um, I know on the men's side, I we're, we're hoping to move up in the Mac at least a place. Um, That's a big goal of ours. I think that's a goal pretty much every year. Um, And of course, everybody wants to just get a better PR and kind of prove themselves that we can get better even through times like this.
2: I would say also on the women's side, moving up to that sixth or maybe even top five in the MAC would be a phenomenal accomplishment for us. And I think more importantly, it's just, I already spoke to the women's team about this. I just want everyone to be proud of the effort that they put into this season and proud of the end result, no matter what we end up with, because I mean, we're all facing a bunch of stuff right now and all I can really ask of the rest of the team is that we show up every day in practice giving our 110% and then watching that translate into our races and really being proud of that effort that we put in.
0: Love that guys. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes to chat with us and best of luck this season. Thank you. Thank you. you. That's going to do it for this episode of the Stags Sports Network Fall Sports Preview Series. Make sure to check out fairfieldstags.com to see the complete schedule, roster, and much more about Fairfield Cross Country. Also, make sure to go out and check out their social media handles on Instagram at FairfieldUXC. Fairfield Athletics is at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram. And the Stags Sports Network is at Stags Sports on Twitter. So, thanks for listening everybody. I'm JJ Duke signing off, and we'll talk to you all real soon. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit FairfieldStags.com.